It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We've officially made it. It is draft season, and Lena and I have one more mock draft in store for you guys. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through a couple different scenarios. Could the Cowboys trade up? It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll uh, we'll jump right into it right now. You are locked on Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we've made it. How you doing, buddy? Good. How? I, I mean, the first question I got to ask was, uh, uh, have you watched Draft Day yet? Or or is that only on a Draft Day that you're allowed to watch it? How only does, Draft how Day morning. It's, okay. it's like, okay. it's, like uh, it's a wonderful life, right? I have to watch It's yeah. a Wonderful okay. Life on Christmas Eve. I've got to save Draft Day for the morning. <laughs> have a big cup of coffee. Uh, I'm ready. So uh, it's we made it. Later. It feels like this it. day would never come. But uh, I'm, I'm really excited to, to talk about the draft. But before we get into our mock draft, um, where are you leaning just right now? just hours before the draft kicks off. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's funny. Cause, uh, <laughs> you just said that you just said that. And it, do you know what the name was that popped into my head when you said that a name that I wouldn't have even guessed, right? Tyler Linderbaum. Like, I don't mm. know why that's the name that mm. popped into my mind. I just feel like, you know, there, there were some tweets earlier by some plugged in folks that seemed to be hedging quite a bit on that pick. Um, and, and, and I, and I, and I, just, I hadn't really thought about who the specific pick would be at 24, but when you asked me, that's the name that popped in my head. So that's what I'm going with. I, uh, I, I think it's probably Kenyon Green, but I, I, I'm going to say Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah, I, when when you said Tyler, my my stomach just dropped because I thought you were oh, going to say no. Tyler Smith, and that oh. I saw a couple mock drafts on Monday and Tuesday that had Tyler Smith to the Cowboys, and I was just, whoo! Let's just say I wasn't super happy. With that. You're but, excited, your guy Tyler Smith, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'll probably, I'm hopefully we'll get old takes exposed again uh, if the Cowboys draft Tyler Linder or Tyler Smith because that's going to be one I'm not going to be super happy about. I but. I, I, pres- I prescribe to your thought process on on old takes exposed. If my old takes, if 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 Marcus's old takes exposed get exposed, he's thrilled because they're yes. all his old takes are bad takes bad. about the Cowboys. So yes. he's thrilled about it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's jump into our first simulator. I want to do yeah. two tonight uh Lane, i want to do one where we just draft at the original picks the cowboys have 24 56 88 what we think they would do if they stay at those spots and then i want to do another one trading up uh with the idea that we're going to try to get inside the top 14 top 13 to potentially go get say a blue chip player because it does sound like that's something the cowboys are very interested in so let's 
let's go ahead and start the simulator. Uh, we're going to use right. our friends at Pro Football Network. Uh, we're only going to do five rounds today. We could do seven rounds, but uh, this sounds like a lot of fun. So uh, let's jump right in. Again, we are not we are not making trades. Oh, I got to restart it because I yeah, did you, the Cowboys. Yeah, select the team, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. We're, we're good. Um, yeah, so we're again, we're just going to stay at 24. Hutchinson off the board. Thibodeau to the Lions. There it goes. My dream of that one. Gardner to the Texans. We've Hamilton to the Jets. Neil to the Giants. Malik Willis to the Panthers. Garrett Wilson to the Giants. Jamison Williams to the Falcons. Stingley to the Seahawks. Uh, Walker to the Jets. We've got Cross to Washington. We get all the way down here at 24. Steelers off for We're going to reject that. Uh, top players available for us, Landon. George Karlofidis, Matt Corral, not taking a quarterback. Kyrie Elam, Trent McDuffie, Kenyon Green, Kobe Dean. Uh, who is the who is the name that immediately sticks out to you? Uh, I, I think the name that sticks out to me is is that George Kaloftis is there, and I hope the Cowboys don't take him. Yeah, uh, same, same, man, same. <laughs> uh, I'm just not a fan. I know a lot of people that are big fans of his. I I just I don't see it as much. Again, I will admit that this these are the types of pass rushers that I I do miss on sometimes. So uh, maybe I'm wrong. You look at the wide receivers, uninspiring. Those are all picks that you would take at 56, really. I did see that Daniel Jeremiah in his final mock draft on uh, Wednesday night. He gave the Cowboys Jahan Dotson at 24. Jahan Todd's, Dotson of those guys would be the least objectionable at 24. Yeah, I, agree. I still think that's a little bit rich for him. Don't disagree. Um, Offensive I, I, tackle. I, I, your guy Tyler Smith is there. We just trading this guy back and forth. Uh, I, I, to me, it's it's green. I think or yeah. did, I, was Zion Johnson there? Uh, no, he was not. It was only Kenyon Green. Yeah, I think Kenyon Green's a good pick. You know, I mean, obviously we've been talking about it for a long time. I, I hate to make it kind of boring because he's been a pick a lot for the Cowboys, but I also think it's very realistic. The value and need uh, uh, really do meet right at the Cowboys pick. Yeah, don't don't disagree. I think that's where the Cowboys would go to. It sounds like. Just from some of the whispers that we've maybe heard that the Cowboys like Green a little bit better than Zion because uh, he gives you a little bit more power, a little bit more length. And if you want a guy that can potentially play tackle down the road, maybe that's something that Kenyon Green can do. So uh, we went with Kenyon Green at pick 24. If that's the pick, Landon, I don't think you and I think that's a A++ pick, but I think we feel very good about that selection coming out of the first round. You walk away from the first round picking at 24 with a solid double. I think you're good. I think you're yep. happy with what, and you set yourself up well for the rest of the draft. All right, let's uh, let's let's keep moving on. So we've got our we've got our uh, guard, top players available: Kenneth Walker, David Ajabo, Chad Muma, Christian Harris, DeMarvin Leal, a 30 visit for the Cowboys, Trey McBride, the top tight end in this class, Troy Anderson, uh, Jalen Petrie. If you want to look at specific positions, wide receiver. Sky Moore, Jalen Tolbert, Calvin Austin, Khalil Shakir. Uh, we mentioned all the tight ends are available. Uh, we probably wouldn't wouldn't need a double dip on the offensive line. At defensive tackle, you do have Leal. Logan Hall's there, but I don't think that's very realistic. Mm -mm. At least in my opinion, right? Yeah, I kind of feel like he's probably going before that. Nick Benito um, at edge. Sam Williams is there at linebacker. We mentioned Mumo. We mentioned Christian Harris. Uh, Leo Chanel, Brian Asamoah at cornerback. 
not any great options and at safety you do have Petrie. Where where is the most interesting name to you? I wish Ajabo hadn't gotten hurt, man. I, I I really I really did I would have loved him at fifty six. Um so I think that, you know, it's the question I think we should discuss, right? And and people are talking about right now, Sky Moore. Do we do we think that are we certain that the Cowboys wouldn't take Sky Moore at fifty six if he was available? What do you think? Um, because because here's my thing. I I, I heard a lot. I think there's of a chance about, that I think there's a chance they wouldn't take him. I think that there's I think there is a chance that oh yeah they wouldn't take him, but I also think that there is a chance that they would. Like I think we've all written him him off because of you know some combination of the size and and the school that he went to. Um, but I also think that, you know, we may over, uh, estimate the power five ties there. You know what I'm saying? They may not, they may not be as heavy into that as we think. So I would say that, you know, if it's me, I'm picking sky more and I'm loving it. Um, but if we're trying to, you know, kind of be accurate to what we think the Cowboys would do, I I think it, it feels early for DeMarvin Leal. That, that's the name that I came back to, but at the same time, Dallas loves to take risks in the second round. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Is David Ajabo just somebody that it's just too good of value here? You have, <laughs> you have, sense. I know you have Dante Fowler on a one-year deal. Yeah. You have Dorrance Armstrong. Yeah. This isn't somebody that you would have to rush back. And if he needs a red shirt year, that's fine. The Cowboys have done this before with, I think lesser talented players. Ajabo is a really, really good player. My concern with the Jabo and, and the reason I really hated the injury so much is that he really needs this rookie year. Like he needs to be on the field playing and developing because, you know, and especially on a second round pick, you're only going to get him for four years. Your first year is basically a redshirt year and not actually not even a redshirt year, just an injury year. Yeah, You may have to give him another half season on top of that just to get him up to a spot where you can play him consistently now you're talking about only having him for two and a half years. I, I, I would think about it. I like a Jabo a lot, but that's a little scary. I, I think if you're asking, you're putting a gun to my head, I would say I would probably take a Jabo. I think over layout. Cause I would, because I think Leal's just, I mean, he's not but hurt, but he's just so inconsistent. Like, and, 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 and like, I don't know where you play him. I, I don't know that I love him inside a defensive tackle. I think he could be an inside outside guy, but I, I think, it's almost like he's neither here nor there. I almost would rank it. I think Ojabo, Troy Anderson, Demarcus Leal. I love Troy Anderson. So you're not going to get anything from me. What do you think Dallas would do? Cause my, my guess is it would be Leal. I think it would be either be Leal. I honestly, I think the Ojabo pick now that I see it in front of me makes a ton of sense just based with what the Cowboys have done in the past. So I, I don't, I don't, I think you could pick, Ojabo, Muma, Liao, and 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 legitimately say that I, that's something that the Cowboys would be interested in doing. I'm gonna just let's just pretend that Logan Hall is not here. I want you to look at the rest of the defensive yeah. tackles in this class after after Liao and Matthias. I uh, you are looking at guys that you're hoping make your roster the rest of the way. Like it's just not a good defensive cl- tackle class. It's not very deep. I wonder if you just take Leal here and be like, you know what? 
It's probably fair value, but there's just not a lot of depth here. We can find a receiver in the third round, fourth round, better than we can find an impact defensive lineman. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, Leal has upside there. It's not like you're you're taking a lesser than player. It's just it's not always easy to see on the on the film. He was a very highly yeah. thought of player. I, there's something there. It's just you know not a sure thing by any stretch. So I, I'm okay with if we want to take Leal here. All right, yeah. let's do it. Back to back Texas A&M picks. That would be quite the uh, shout out to Joey point. Ikes. Yeah, shout out to our guy Joey Ikes. Uh, check him out at uh, Aggies Wire. Uh, let's take a quick break uh, as this third round kind of cycles through, so we can tell you guys about Blue Nile. If you're looking for fine jewelry for that special woman in your life, but you're having trouble picking out the right one, go to BlueNile.com as they have experts on hand, twenty four seven available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget on BlueNile.com. You can easily navigate thousands of fine jewelry options at every single price point. In this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Cowboys listeners will get $50 off $500. Uh, All you have to do is use promo code LOCKDOWN. That is promo code LOCKDOWN uh, for $50 off $500. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right. Back here in the third round. Uh, Logan Hall. Yeah, we're going to ignore that one because <laughs> yeah, there's no way so. that he should be there. Yeah. Uh, Leo Chanel there. The linebacker, Brian Asamoah, who I like a little bit. Cam Jurgens, if you want a center. Um, if you want a receiver, the top receivers, Khalil Shakir, Wandale Robinson, Calvin Austin. Very intriguing. My guy, my guy is moving way too high. I mean, Eric Ezekunama is, yeah. I, I've been calling him Easy E this whole time. I loved him as a fifth round pick. Yeah. Now, now they're talking about him in the close to the top 100. That seems rich yeah. to me, to be honest. I listen. I, to me, the blinking light here, and I, this could just be me. I love Calvin Austin. I think that he's, more than Shakir. I think that Calvin Austin. I think Calvin Austin gives you juice that Shakir doesn't. I agree. You know? no, I agree with that. Um, and I think that this offense needs some that kind of juice. So I might consider him there. Okay. Uh, but I, I also think I, I'm those tight end. Those yeah, tight end well that, options are great too, honestly. And that's what I was going to get to. The tight ends are one where I, I kind of think this is where you have to go. You've got Jeremy Ruckert available. Dallas had, doesn't, I mean, they haven't shown a lot of interest in Isaiah Likely. Jake Ferguson, Kate Otten, Jelani Woods, Charlie Kohler. My guess is Dallas, they're not going to want to risk a tight end being off the board here. Go go to wide receivers one more time, please. 
Calvin Austin, Khalil Shakir, Wandale Robinson, when, Tyquan Thornton. When's our next pick? I'm sorry. Uh, we're uh, we're up at 88, but the next one is at 129. Oh, man, this is gonna be a fun plunge. All right, I would say we take one of the tight ends. Because uh, then at least you could. Well, I mean, let's see what else is there. But I was gonna say our guy uh, Sam Williams is gone here at edge. So linebackers, I really, really like Brian Asamoa. Um, I don't know how much Dallas does. Channing Tindell is there. Corners and safeties, it's you're fine. Yeah. So it really comes out a wide receiver, tight end from here. I think we take Rucker here, uh, mm. or or Kate Otten. I, I mean, I mean, which who's one your you- guy? I like odd more. Which one do you think Dallas likes more? I honestly wonder. Maybe, maybe we're not doing this right, uh, Marcus. Maybe what we do is we take the wide receiver here, and then we see if we can sneak Jelani Woods or Charlie Kohler a little bit later. All right. So let's uh, let's take Calvin Austin. Let's get a little yeah. bit more speed. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I got to be honest. If the Cowboys come out of the first two days of the draft with Kenyon Green. Marvin Leal and Calvin Austin feel pretty good. I yeah. really do. That's that's a pretty good haul. Uh, now there's a couple guys that I maybe would have liked more, but overall, can't really complain. That's those are three guys that you contribute in year one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing is that if you're not finding a wide receiver as a complete guy, you know, uh, in the second round then you got to find someone of these guys who has a trait that can be useful to your offense immediately, like uh, Calvin Austin. Uh, and that's kind of why I felt like you couldn't pass him on, pass him here because you needed an opportunity to have some kind of wide receiver who could, like I said, give some juice to this offense and hope that maybe one of these tight ends fell and look at that. Beautiful. <laughs> that's perfect. great. Kate Otten is there. Jelani Woods is there. Uh, Grant Calcaterra is there. Uh, Jalen Weidemeyer, who some people had as a first-round pick like six weeks ago, still available. Um, Daniel Bellinger, go? who is tight end yeah. two to Daniel Jeremiah or something like that? Uh, tight end three on the consensus right. board as well. Really? On the consensus board, he's yes. tight end three? Yes. Man, I, I did not watch enough of him, apparently. Um, yeah, you're not missing a lot. Maybe not. I, I think, to me, here... I think we take woods i don't know here's my here's my thing i'm gonna argue until i die right like tight end is one of the one positions where it's the old scouting thing right you got two guys who run to first the, uh, the with the same speed one with perfect form and one with terrible form which one do you take the one with terrible form right because if you can make his form better he's going to be faster i think woods is that guy right where he kind of doesn't know quite what he's doing yet he runs kind of like a confused gazelle but man, he's so big and strong and fast that I think either one of these guys is going to need a whole year to season to become yeah. a, a tight end. Anyways, I'd rather do that in a Jelani Woods body than a Kate Otten body. I would prefer Otten, but I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas took Jelani Woods just because he's more rare. And if it comes down to we need a tight end too that they can do some blocking stuff. You've got guys, right? You've got Jeremy yeah. Sprinkle. You you can go out and sign one of those guys. I You've just got think guards, <laughs> tackles that you could who do yeah, that. I frankly, mean, yeah, we're gonna get to a guy later here that could do maybe yeah, some of that stuff we'll if you need him. to. But we'll, uh, we'll get him. 
it's fine. I think Jelani Woods here in the fourth round is a steal. I think that's a it's worth taking a gamble. Otten's a great pick too. So either one of these is great. I'm glad we took Woods because I, I like the upside there. Again, I think tight end is a position that no matter how good you are, unless you're Kyle Pitts, you need a year of seasoning anyways. I'll take the guy with the athletic upside when I'm seasoning my one-year tight end. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's uh, through four rounds. We don't have to do all these picks in the fifth round. But that's a very – I would say that's a higher-end draft of what the Cowboys could potentially do in the first four rounds if they stuck at their picks. But overall, I think it's pretty realistic, and I would feel pretty good about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, that it – we've we've been through hundreds of these individually we've been through dozens of them together um this is that's kind of a a solid you know b b plus draft there i mean i think you get you get all your your players that you need at the positions that you have need that you need them you you get guys that you like you you get good uh, 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 value for when the picks are made. I think it, we could have easily made a mistake and taken tight end there and then waited till the fourth round and, and saw all of our wide receiver options were gone. So uh, there was some uh, 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 some pitfalls there, but I think we avoided them. And, and I think, uh, you know, hopefully the Cowboys do too on, on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. All right. So that's the, that's the, just the straight mock, or doing nothing what we kind of think would happen if the Cowboys pick just whoever's available and we like it it's a it's a pretty good haul for the Cowboys um I think our picks are going to pop up here in a second um, yeah there we go Kenyon Green DeMarvin Leal Calvin Austin Jelani Woods we took your guy Jojo Doman from Nebraska Marno Barno right. from uh Virginia Tech Michael McFadden and hey Luke Decky's there if, if Luke Kadecki's at 178, go, I'm dancing up to that photo. All right. Yeah. So that's that's a what pretty the, good, pretty good mock. What does the chat think? Is anybody is anybody saying anything? Yeah, about what do you guys think about the mock? Do you like it? Yeah, you please. Give us your comments. Uh, give us a give us your grades. We, we want we to feedback uh, here. Uh all right, we're gonna do one more and we're gonna trade up here. We're gonna we're gonna do some some trading up with the Cowboys on the pro football. Focus simulator. Hey, people are giving us A's. That's uh, that works hey, for us. Excellent. Thank you, Stephen. Okay. Um, where do you want to try to trade up to in this draft? Like, what's what's the spot where we want to try to trade up to? Well, let's talk about this first. Are we targeting someone specifically? I mean, because obviously the way they would do this is they would watch for someone to fall a little bit. We're trying to do this as an example, so we can't necessarily have you know that kind of uh, of uh, you know option. Uh, so, uh, but let's say, let, let's, let's kind of generally you want to trade get a short, Jameson short Lynch? list, right? Well, I, maybe, right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that we should look, let's, let's run it to nine and see yeah. who's there and then we'll, we'll decide from there. Okay. I, what does your gut tell you about who the Cowboys would want to trade up for? Thibodeau, um, I, I, you know, either one of the top two tackles. All right. My hope is that it's, oh, my hope is that they would consider it for someone like Williams. I, I don't know if they would though. All right. So here's how this draft played out. It's Hutchinson <laughs> at one Walker at two. I think those picks are going to be flipped. I uh, actually, yeah. I think Thibodeau would be picked by the lions before they would take Trevon Walker, to be honest. I don't disagree. Uh, yeah. Thibodeau at three, Ahmad sauce Gardner at four, Iki Aquanu at five, Evan Neal at six, Kyle Hamilton at seven, Charles Cross at eight. Surprise, Trent McDuffie at nine, although it's Seattle, so you never know. 
Um, I, I don't feel like that's at all that unrealistic top 10. Okay. No. Uh, a couple, couple of people are saying this one. In this scenario, we don't trade up. I don't necessarily disagree because you still have uh, Derek Stingley. You have Drake London. You have Jamison Williams. Um, do you want to wait two more picks? Yeah, I think the Vikings are definitely a team that we should be targeting too. So let's get let's get to twelve. Okay. Oops. Nah. Jamison Williams off the board to the Jets at ten. Washington takes Garrett Wilson. Okay. Uh, twelve. This may this may actually be a spot where the Cowboys would trade up, right? Because if the run is happening on wide receivers, that seemed to kick it off. I would be because I'm I'm scared that if if, if pick, wide receivers are going at ten. There could be a nice little run here. We could be run out. And if you want to get a wide receiver in the first round, like let's say that's your goal, you may need a trade up here to go get one. So let's, let's see what's still available, just to put that out there. That's a good point. I you know. Let let's wait one pick. Okay. One pick. Just just to see. Because I think Trevor Penning is also somebody that Dallas would consider moving up for. Okay. Um, so if you have London and Penning still available and yeah, London and Penning, maybe you wait one spot. Wait let's, one? See what, let's see what they do. And Drake they London, London goes 12, <laughs> 13. Um, we know that Baltimore has a lot of interest in an offensive tackle here. Do you want to try to get ahead of Baltimore for Trevor Penning? I don't, but maybe the Cowboys would, um, yeah, I mean, that's rich for Trevor Penning. A trade and the 13th overall pick. like. But yeah, it's not I mean, like we haven't seen this before, right? We had no. our guy Chad Ryder on last Friday, and he had the Cowboys take or trading up for Trevor Penning. Uh, we've seen him go pretty high in these drafts, and if the Cowboys are dead set on trying to get an offensive tackle – this is really the probably the last one that you feel good about. I know I, everybody in, uh, in the chat say not petting, don't trade up for petting, don't trade up for petting. Go get Jordan Davis. I, I agree with you. I just I think Dallas likes Trevor Penning a lot because they think he can play right away. I would take Alave, and then I would okay. trade trade up for Tyler Smith. Well, so we still have. We still have Penning. We still have Stingley. We, Stingley, we still have Alive. Do you want to wait one spot? Yeah, and then maybe okay. trade up with Baltimore. Yeah, we could try. Here we go. Stingley, 13 out of So you've got Penning and Chris Alave still there and Jordan Davis. Let's go get Alave. I don't know. That's that's okay. my thought process. Yeah, sure. I, Let's. Do you want to offer 24 and 88? Oof. That doesn't look that like not they... enough. That may not be enough. Um, 24, 88, and 129. Yeah, let's let's see if, if they would accept 24 and 56. Like, let's see what they're... What they're it, yeah, they okay, would. That would. So maybe what we could do is do 24, 56, and then get something back, maybe? Okay, how yeah, about 24, 56 for 14 and 100? Yeah, I would do that. No, no, no. Oh, no! I messed it up. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, they took Jordan Davis. Oh, no, they took Olave. All right. I messed it up. They would have done that. That's all right. So let's just pretend that we took Chris Olave there. 
All right, we're all pretending that we took Chris Olave. As we know, that button PFF, it's at the wrong spot. You got to change it a little bit. Uh, We can run it again. You want to run it again? Yeah, let's run it again real quick. Let's just, yeah. You know, I was late. I was late to the the podcast. Uh, uh, Marcus is Marcus is pressing (laughs) resume instead of trade. It's we're doing our best, guys. It's it's draft day eve. Eve. I know, I know. I messed it up. I'm sorry. All right, we're going to stop here at 10. Oh, let's get to 10. It looks like it almost went to this exact same draft almost, right? Yeah, the only difference except was Walker, Walker went to one. Yeah. 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 So let's let's do the same thing. Let's uh Oh, except Stingley went at five this time. Oh, that's interesting. So then they went Neil, Ikwanwu, and uh Cross all in a row. So all the wide receivers are available at this point. Yeah. So let's let's try to get back to 14 to go get Chris Olave. Okay. Okay. Because that's where we were. Yeah. All right, so let's let's make that trade. Fourteen and a hundred for twenty four and fifty six. Yeah, offer nope. trade. <laughs> offer trade. I got it. I got yeah. it. All right. They said no. Uh, do you want to throw in no. one of the fifth round picks to see? Throw in a seventh first. Just that one ninety three. <laughs> yeah. Now offer it. Sure. Okay. No, you want to offer one of? The, we can offer one fifty five. Fine. There we okay. go. All right. All right. So in this scenario, Drake London and uh, Chris Olave are both available. I I've heard mixed reports. To be honest, I, I I talked to somebody that would know, and they said that Dak is a big Chris Olave fan. Yeah, I can see that. I can under totally understand that. But I, uh, but I don't know this for sure. But I just wonder if the Cowboys scouts in front office have a higher grade on London because they see a higher ceiling. I, again, I, I don't know that for sure. I think that we, you know, in the, in the spirit of pretending that you didn't hit re, uh, resume, we should take uh, a lave. We should just take a lave. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's take a quick break as that one's uh, running through. Uh, tell you guys about bet online, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including league reviews and news this season, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of major league baseball season. Bet online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon. So I just kind of paused this uh, mock as the second round finish up. The the Ravens took the Marvin Leal at pick 56 with the, the Cowboys um you know had so is there anybody here or is there is this a spot where would you be willing to trade up because you do have pick 88 and 100 or do you just want to kind of see how this plays out it's unfortunate that we can't see what's available here yeah um let's just scroll up a little bit and i want to see what what offensive line we're taking so lucas is gone 
Uh, uh, let's see. It looks like Ryman went. Ryman went. Yeah, Kenyon Green's gone. Tyler uh, Smith went 25. Johnson, Kenyon Green's gone. Penning's gone. So we may still have. Do you see? Uh, what's the the tackle from Kentucky? Oh, uh, Kennard. He is still available. Yeah. Yep, Kennard's still there. Yeah, maybe Collier's what we do still is there. see if we can do a small trade for Kennard. Maybe. Okay. Do you want to go up to 65? Or you want to wait a little bit? I'm concerned, man. I, I don't know if. All let's right. at least yeah. Let's see what what they want. So if the Cowboys give 88 and 129, not even a Jack, budging. No. Nope. 88 and 100 get accepted. So you could do 65 and 157. Nope. Mm-hmm. 65 and 180. Let's try that. It's, it's, it looks like it's a 50% chance of making it. Hey, there you go. Hey, right, so they took it. All right. Top players available uh, at offensive guard. Uh, you have Cole Strange, Cam Jurgen. Uh, I believe PFF has Kennard listed at tackle. Yep, they do. Kennard is still available. Um, if you want to look at other positions, edge rusher, for example, Cam Thomas, D'Angelo Malone, Sam Williams. Um, if you want a defensive tackle, Mathis from Alabama is still there. So we have 65, this pick, and then 129 is our next pick. So we've got uh, a two-round two wait at this point. Yeah, 69 and 129. Or 65 okay. and 129. All right. I would say let's – I mean, I actually don't hate Luke Gadecki here, honestly. I like Gadecki a lot, too. Yeah. Um, I might I might take that, honestly. Do you like Sawyer better from Georgia? Mm. I can't decide who I like more, Sawyer or Parham. I like Kennard the best. I, I like having that 340-pound guard, but I'm, – I'm down with that. We can right, do let's that. Take, let's, let's take Kennard. Um, right, we'll just kind of let this play out the rest of the way. But if we came out of the first two days of the draft with Chris Olave and Darian Kennard, I'd be pretty happy with that, Lane. I really would be. Yeah, I mean, I think, you, you know, there is a, there are ways to trade up to go get a specific guy and still kind of fill – the needs with talent that is appropriate to where you select them. You just need to move around a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we've traded up twice. So that, that may not be uh, what a lot of people love to hear, but I think you targeted the guys you wanted. Um, you know, I would love to find a way to do this while, you know, kind of keeping some more of your fifth round pick. Oh, that's right. We're only, we're only drafting through four. So we actually still technically had our fifth round picks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a fourth uh, or, round pick right here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you still managed to keep your kind of later picks and, and, and just kind of looking at where things are, right? Like we could still get a very decent tight end. We could get Bellinger. Sure. We could get Kohler. Um, you know, I'll, we could still I'll head over to think, linebacker real quickly to see who's available. Yeah. Robert Marge, your guy, Jojo Doman is there. Jojo Doman. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still value. Uh, if, you know, the, the key spots really is that you need to pick in the first three rounds, our wide receiver and offensive line. I think you can handle finding depth pieces. Go get that Jason Poe. Uh, I think you can handle the depth pieces. He's ranked at 163 uh, now on PFF. It's fantastic. That's great. Full, I can't believe fullback one is ranked at 163. Oh, uh, yeah, that's last year. I'm looking at that. 66 yeah. run blocker. Get out of here. That's absolutely not here. true. 166, that's, maybe. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just think I, I think that there are ways to get still maintain getting good value and getting good picks. While moving around a lot and even moving up. 
I agree. I, and I kind of think this is what Dallas is going to do, where it might be a trade up in the first round, and then maybe they move back from 88 to the top of the fourth round, right? And they pick up an additional fourth round pick, or they're, they're going to move around this draft. I have absolutely no doubt about that. But the hall here, uh, Chris Olave, Darian Kennard, Charlie Kohler, plus we picked up um, picks, uh, it looks like picks 155, 180. Add more of those day three swings to just fill in the back end of your roster. And we talked about this on Wednesday's podcast, but Stephen Jones and the Cowboys really believe that late day two, day three is the strongest where you're going to get some really good players at the fourth or fifth round. So if you can stock up on those, you know, late round picks, uh, your draft might be pretty good, but. And and oh. don't forget UDFA situation because yes. the, the UDFAs are going to be uh, much upgraded because of all the super seniors. Cowboys are always very good at finding the, the really good UDFAs as well. All right, really quickly before we head out, which draft did you like better? This one, Chris Olave, Darian Kennard, and Charlie Kohler, or the other one where we took uh, Kenyon Green, DeMarvin Leal, and I believe we Calvin Austin, Calvin Austin, and then Jelani, and Jelani Woods. Woods. I think I like this one better. I do too. Right? I, I like the Alave one better. Getting Alave and Kennard. It, it, I mean, ultimately, it would be the most amazing draft if we had just done 24, 56, and eighty-eight with these guys. Honestly, I think it would have been great. Uh, but yeah, I think the fact that you were able to secure Alave, uh, still get Kennard while managing to trade back. Uh, uh, or having traded back yeah. right to 65, uh, I think that's a great haul. You get two immediate guys who can come in and contribute to your offense right away. A lot of people on the, on the YouTube disagree with us. They like the first one. They thought mm. that one was much better. So, uh, Interesting. I get the sense, though, that people don't like Chris Olave as much as we do because I posted Maybe. a tweet today about how the one player that I want for the Cowboys is Alave and people flipped out. So maybe we're just higher on Alave than most. Maybe. I mean, I, like I said, he's my number, number one wide receiver. I would almost prefer Williamson more with the sure. Cowboys, but I mean, he's just such a complete guy. He may not be that top end wide receiver one guy, but yeah. I know this guy is going to be a solid very good contributor to a team and i think he can be a wide receiver one and i think he can be maybe one of the best wide receiver twos in all of football by the time he's done uh i thought of something really funny the other day um i, I went and looked back at the stats chris olave outproduced terry mclaurin when they were in college together and mclaurin's been like an established nfl veteran for multiple years now who's going to try to get a contract. And Olave was better than him in college. That's that's what I'm saying, man. Oh, we've been watching Olave produce at a high level for a very long time. I don't understand why, you know, it's almost a lot like uh, 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 the kid from LSU, right? The, the cornerback, Stingley, where, except, yep. e except way more like uh, un understandable because Olave didn't have injuries or didn't have dips in his production or didn't, you know, have uh, 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 questions about his commitment or any of that stuff. Uh, and yet we still are kind of just very wishy-washy on him because some people think that he's not, you know, wide receiver one type. I, I think he has all the skills to be an extremely yeah. good wide receiver in a, in a league that needs a lot of wide receivers. The, the Alave thing is funny to me because he was so much better than Jamison Williams at Ohio State that Jamison Williams literally had to leave to go play somewhere else, right? Uh, yep. Remember K.J. Hill, who we talked about a bunch on this podcast? Like, yep. he was... He, he was better than K.J. Hill. Remember when Paris Campbell was in college? Mm -hmm. uh, he he played with Paris Campbell and started there. I mean, it, 
he's just been somebody that's been so good for so long that I think we just kind of think he's boring and that there's maybe exactly. a, lot of, a lot of upside. And I actually don't think that's the case. I think he's just going to be a fantastic player right away. And if it only costs you a second round pick to go up and get him, I'm, I'm fine with that. So Absolutely. All right, that is it for today's show. We want to make sure you guys go check out the Locked On NFL live show that's going to happen 7 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday night. Please, please go check that out. Uh, we'll throw up a little video on our page that will direct you guys over there. Uh, we'll be back after the first round of the draft. Uh, we'll be doing a show. which should be out on iTunes, Apple Podcasts shortly after the draft. So be on the lookout for that. During the draft, follow us at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy draft day. We'll see you guys back here Thursday night, Friday morning. Bye, everybody. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.